Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Welcome to the third episode of the Your Parents Money Mindset series. Last episode, we covered how to extend some of those initial finance conversations to help your parents ask more why questions about their situation that they may not have in the past. Today's episode is titled, What About Mom? Surviving Spouse Equals CFO, but it is really geared towards any surviving spouse. Statistically speaking, mom is usually the surviving spouse more times than not, and historically, and albeit stereotypically at least, has also not been the one who maybe handled the finances. Overall, though, this really goes for any surviving spouse who wasn't the head of finance for the family. In every family, whether it's mom or dad, someone takes the lead, and many times the longer-term surviving spouse is not the one who handled the financials for the family. Think of your own situation. Does you or your spouse handle the finances and bills the majority of the time? If something happened tomorrow, wouldn't it be difficult on the other one? So, you know, today we're going to cover what you need to know about what financial challenges a surviving parent in this position is going to face and what you can do to help and make sure it goes smoothly for them. My grandfather, Grandpa Joe, was my idol growing up. He was laid back, funny, easy to talk to, and as I mentioned in a previous episode, he had always wanted to be an accountant. It goes without saying that he was the one that handled the finances in his family then. He wound up having a number of different health items as he got older, like a lot of people do, with various stints in the hospital as well. These eventually prompted him to teach my grandmother what he did with the finances. How he organized the bills, where the files were kept, what needed to be paid when and how. She learned directly from him ahead of time. This was really, really fortunate because if he had gone suddenly, as so many people wind up going, there would have been no transition. It would have been like a company with no succession plan. So what you need to know is that if there is no transition period, your parent who just lost their spouse of maybe 50-something years will not only have to go through all the intense grieving of losing the most special person in the entire world to them, but they will also have to figure out where every bank account is, where every investment account is, what credit cards are had, what bills need to be paid, how these bills get delivered, what income sources are going to continue, which ones aren't, any life insurance policies in force, and the individual contact information for all of those places. They will be completely overwhelmed, it kind of goes without saying, and they're going to need help. The one fortunate thing, though, is that they will likely want you to help, whereas they may not want you to help right now. They never did this before. They just lost their spouse. So from what we have seen, they tend to be more open to assistance at this point. What you can do first is to help in organizing if this is where you are. Start with what they know. What bank they use is a great start because you can see where all the forms of income come from what pension, social security, annuity, or investment income may be deposited. From here, you can then contact those sources to see what is going to continue to come, what is going to stop, and what needs to be retitled into your surviving parent's name. 
You can also likewise from the bank accounts tell what expenses come in on a monthly basis and start to get an idea of what expenses they may continue to have now that they're on their own. The next step after organizing is helping to sort what they need and what they don't. If your mom has two IRAs, for example, and your dad has three, your mom as a survivor probably doesn't need five IRAs. Consolidating could very well make sense. This is also a great time to make sure that all the accounts have updated beneficiaries to go to the children or whoever else they kind of wish it to go to. Lastly, here are a few areas that can benefit in particular from some additional awareness. Only the higher Social Security will remain. So when looking at the bank statements, if dad made more, then regardless of survivor, dad's amount is going to be the one that stays. Life insurance can be a bit tricky. Policies may not have any premiums at this point later on in life if your parents still hold them, or they may be through a previous employer as a retirement benefit, so make sure to dig up and check on any files that you may find. Annuities really are particularly confusing. You really need to make sure you understand what you are signing to. Are you continuing the income? Are you annuitizing, which generally is not recommended as any principal balance is forfeited at death? Are you incurring any new surrender period that will make the funds less liquid for what they told you to do? Ask a lot of why questions here as seniors even have special rules now when it comes to annuities because there were too many cases of improper product recommendations, let's say. For IRAs, same thing. Again, you want to make sure you understand your options. They can combine these accounts without incurring taxes if done so with direct transfers liquidations will cause the full values to be realized immediately, which is taxable. Many institutions in the course of our workings with clients here, I'm calling because my spouse thought I wanted to get to, the, get to the money, and paperwork is filled out for direct redemptions, which triggers that potential huge tax liability. Lastly, you can also consider and discuss at this time a power of attorney, or a POA as it's referred to, whether immediately active to help now or active upon your surviving parent becoming in, you know, capable in some respect in the future. Having no designated individual once in a crisis situation produces even more stress, especially if there are a number of children with perhaps differing points of view of what should be done. The POA is what says, this is the child that I want to be making these decisions for me ahead of time. So as a quick recap for today, first, you probably know who handles the finances between your parents. Second, expect that if that parent passes first, there will be significant assistance required. Next, start with organizing what they have, kind of like a laying out all the Lego pieces first before you try and reassemble kind of mentality, which generally starts with the bank statements. Lastly, help in adding extra awareness in certain areas such as Social Security, life insurance, annuities, and IRAs to help ensure no unfixable mistakes are made along the way, and think about getting that appropriate POA in order ahead of time. Thanks for tuning in today. As always, if you are able to implement what we cover, then that's fantastic. You have less to worry about than before and can focus more on enjoying life, which is the goal of all of these episodes. If you are wanting help with these things, though, or have questions you need help in clarifying, check out the Ask Joe section on the show's website www.enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. 
Lastly, please make sure to subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts if you did enjoy what you heard today or wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young American families out there I'm trying to reach and help just like you. The next episode is Inheriting Assets, Opportunities, and Headaches, where we're going to cover the challenges once assets start passing from your parents to your generation and the items to look out for and steps to take to perhaps avoid ahead of time to make it go more smoothly. Until next time, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.